Last time on Here Comes the Spooky. Cincinnati Jeff continued summoning the spirit bomb, while Nachos McWerewolf continued searching for the dragon's balls. Is that a half-werewolf, half-machine? You'll just have to tune in and find out on the next exciting episode of... Here Comes the Spooky! What's going on, chuds and chudettes? Here comes the Spookies back with episode 24. Today we're going to talk about Evil Dead 4 before we find out what Brad Majors from Rocky Horror Picture Show looks like with pants on and why he's obsessed with werewolves. Here's a hint, it might have something to do with Metal Gear. So sit back, relax, tie your buddy to a chair, and make him listen to your second favorite podcast. All right, and we're back, and we're back. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, episode 24 here. Um, I'm your host, Cincinnati Jeff, and with me always is Nachos McWerewolf. And today we've got a very, very special guest with us. Uh, we are a big fan of a podcast that he hosts, uh, Dr. Benny Graves from the Say You Love Satan podcast. Dr. Benny Graves, thank you for joining us today, sir. It's an absolute pleasure to review this absolute piece of garbage. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. Again, uh, I wouldn't pleasure. Uh, you know, if you if you derive uh, pleasure from pain, you fucking sick bastard. Then I guess that this is right up your alley. I mean, when you got any that like as many needles up your rectum as as I do, it's tough. You know, <laughs> the, the gypsy curse is that you end up peeing out spawn action figures. You know, like that's like a sequel to Thinner. Like, oh, this one's medieval spawn. Duh. I can feel all the spikes. <laughs> so many spikes, Todd McFarlane. It's, Why? It's caught on his one big boot. <laughs> we call that the urethra cleanser. <laughs> oh God! So uh, we we do appreciate you being on. Uh, so today's episode is uh, Project Metal Beast. This is a movie that Nachos. Uh, would not shut the fuck up about for years he kept telling everybody he'd fucking run into he's like dude you gotta get tubi it's a free streaming actually service. I, I got this Go spread ahead. the gospel like how i spread my butt cheeks that's i believe that's what i said about this <laughs> <That's movie. true. laughs> and uh i'm just eating a big old big old fucking humble pie right now humble pie no, crow pie but in fairness tubi's fucking great like tubi, i all goddamn day there is stuff on Tubi that uh, they have Blood Lake on Tubi. There's stuff on there that I'm mind blown that they have on there. And like, I'm impressed that Charles Brand like spread his beehole and let some of his avoir fall out into Tubi. Cause I figured Full Moon would have their own streaming. And I think they do, but I think that you can watch some of that stuff on Tubi. Um, there's like wacky shit on there. Night Beast is on there, The Suckling, uh, some really weird stuff. So. No, it's a really good service. The commercials aren't like overly long either, and they don't, you know, they don't just hit you over the fucking skull with them either. You know, it's just like, you yeah. know, one or two spots, and they're not, they're not even. I think when I watched this, I saw maybe like a minute and a half worth of commercials total. Can we actually yeah. just go watch the suckling and then come back and review that instead of Project oh, Metal Beast? Is it, is it a little late in the game for that? 
No, sir. No, you fucking wouldn't shut up about it. So uh, we had to subject <laughs> ourselves to fucking watching it. Uh, me especially. So w- when we uh, do the next episode, I'm just going to make you watch uh, Never Hike in the Woods Alone again. Oh, fuck. Okay. Uh, okay. I-, I like that movie. Never Hike in the Woods. Oh, no. Fuck that one. I thought you were talking Vincent's movie. No, not fucking Mardi Gras bead face. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you fucking Oh, oh don't go in the woods? I yeah, don't go in the woods I mean, alone. Yes. A handicapped guy falls off a mountain. Perfect. That's that it. poor bastard. We could talk about it. Uh, dude, yeah, that poor man, he made his fucking triumph to get to the top of the mountain just to get cheese dick. Look, we could talk about a movie that I think is better, or we can talk about a movie that has, like, cover art that Hideo Kojima would use for, like, a Super Nintendo game. <laughs> well, it's funny you mention that. Yeah, you ain't wrong. We're actually, we got I, a little something on that. You got some deep cuts. Uh, oh, shit. So before we get started, we got a couple of... Uh, uh, Horror movie news and some talking points. I know, uh, Nachos, you got uh, one or two as well. I do, for once. Uh, so, you want to go ahead with yours first, sir? Yeah. All right. So, um, you guys know the subspecies movies? Yeah. All right. Well, guess what? We're going to get another one. Oh, no. Five. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, it's supposed to drop... Um... Oh, guess what it's called? The Bloodstone 2? Blood Rise. I don't want to dig too deep into the story or anything, but our ghoulish Tommy Wiseau looking vampire buddy Radu, remember him? Oh, hi, Mark. All he does, all he does course, is talk yeah. about the fucking bloodstones. Oh, my bloodstones, my bloodstones. This. Come on, Radu. Get a fucking hobby. Get a fucking girlfriend. The fucking get over like it. Sisters of Mercy looking motherfucker. Uh. <laughs> um, hopefully his fucking mom's in it, his mummy mom, because that shit was cool. Um, I, I don't know when it, when it's going to happen. That's it. That's all I got. Gross. And I hope, Char- I hope Charles is like digging up Angus Scrim's corpse for this one. And he's just going to put him in the corner and be like, from Phantasm, you know him, you know, the funeral is about to begin. His head falls off. <laughs> they just fucking move him around on the stick. Like they used to do with fucking Ozzy Osbourne on the Osbourne show. You know Did what? You guys... At this point. Yeah. Did you guys ever see shrunken heads? The fucking, no, uh, oh so. my God. <sighs> Sorry, right. I'm just I'm just so defeated over this. Is that movie. a is that a full, is that a full moon? Oh yeah, yeah. It's a superhero movie uh, where these kids get killed by the mob, and their heads come back as shrunken heads. And one of them shoots lasers. The other has like a switchblade in his mouth, and the other one has a buzzsaw. If you've never seen it, I'm pretty sure it's directed by like Danny Elfman's brother, Igor, Randy fucking Elfman. Randy oh, Elfman. <laughs> It sounds Tiny like Elfman. it sounds like Darkman and fucking uh, fucking Hellraiser fucked, and this is the baby that you get. It's like if you fucking ate a ten strip of acid and had a fever dream, and I, I don't know, dude. It's <laughs> fucking insane. I mean, here's what I'll say about like the there's some full moon movies that are good, and then there are other ones that I like. I really want to be good, and I watched Lurking Fear recently, and like. The only selling point for Lurking Fear is that Ashley Lawrence is in it, but she's dressed like she's there for a Resident Evil movie. And I was like, fuck, Ugh. Ashley Lawrence looks good. And I was like, I wish you were the president's daughter, Ashley Lawrence. Come on. <laughs> Leon! Leon! <laughs> All right, uh, so I got a couple things here. Uh, first up, uh, the horror makeup artist Tom Savini, who worked on the original Friday the 13th film, as you guys know, is crafting okay. protective face masks based on the Voorhees hockey headwear. 
Uh, so Savini created the mask in conjunction with fellow special effects makeup artist Jason Baker, who worked on The Dark Knight Rises, as well as recently for the WWE, if you're a fan of wrestling. Uh, he, uh, each mask will be sold for $60 a piece, uh, with masks actually signed by Savini, carrying a $100 price tag. Baker noted that due to the uh, COVID-19 pandemic, shipments will be slightly delayed, but their success in selling these things that have been so popular have allowed them to hire back 10 people who were all laid off due to the COVID-19 pandemic to assist in helping create the masks. And these things are neat. They're just, I don't know if you've ever seen them or if you follow either of those guys on, on Instagram or, or Twitter. Uh, they're just they're just the lower half. They have a removable um, like cloth piece on the inside that can be hand-washed so that you can mm -hmm. just keep using this filter. And they'll custom make them for you. So if you want it just to look like a standard Jason mask, you can. If you want it to look like the NES Jason Friday the 13th game mask. Uh, I asked for, I ordered one. I asked for part, uh, for part five for Roy. And I know that they've, uh, they've sent I that out. I was about to say, unless I see fucking Roy on there, I don't give a fuck. Oh, our boy Cincinnati Jeff. Love I part loves five. part five. I don't part hate five. it. Uh, so do they have like a Savini one where it's all black with like the claw marks and shit? You so know, you, the game? I don't know if, if anyone's asked for that. I'm not sure if they've done it. I haven't seen pictures of it. Uh, but only ones I've seen are when like people tag them on Twitter on an in on Instagram when they get them. I know that they've sold thousands of these, from what I understand. Wow! So good for them. Pretty pretty cool. So you know, if you're just feeling like getting a face mask, I mean, this is a, a pretty neat way to do it. Uh, next up, Bruce Campbell has revealed oh. the title for Evil Dead Four. It will be Evil Dead Now. Uh, and Campbell also revealed that the new writer and director was handpicked by Raimi himself. Campbell revealed that the film's title, along with its director, Lee Cronin, in an interview with Empire Magazine, uh, he said that Cronin was personally chosen to write and direct the film, and while uh, Ash Williams will not appear in the film, because uh, Bruce Campbell has officially retired the character since the end of uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead, he will still be involved with the franchise by taking on a production role in the film. So, I don't know where you guys sit on, like, Ash vs. Evil Dead, uh... But, like, I thought that the last episode was really good, but some of the writing in there was, like, a mess. And it, I, gets, it gets sloppy. Yeah. It was just a little rushed. And I did like the, the new Evil Dead, to be honest with you. I uh, fucking loved it, yeah. dude. And I was so pumped for, like, a, a follow-up from Fede Alvarez. So I guess we'll see. I Like, I feel like Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell are, like, the biggest schlock artist where they'll be like, yeah, we're going to make a new evil dead. Or Chevy chase is going to be in it. There's going to be a flying car. And you're like, Oh fuck. Yeah. When is it coming out? They're like, yeah, soon we'll talk to you later. It's called <laughs> evil dead for the quest for more money. flamethrower. They just give interviews and then, then they re-release the movie after like, six months after the interview because they've created hype and then like it sells again. They're like, it's another Blu-ray with another commentary track. And then like, that's just, that's what they do. They're just picking your pocket. It's like, we got Sam, we got Rob, we got Bruce and we got a toaster. And yeah, it's commentary <laughs> with that. It's like, fuck it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, look, I love fucking the first evil dead and I love this like evil dead two and evil dead three, you know, army of darkness wears on me. Cause there's like a strong chain wallet society associated with that fucking movie. But they're classic movies, and I like the remake, and I'd like to see, like, a great follow-up, but, like, they've been talking about doing a sequel to Army of Darkness since before the remake came out. So, since uh, Army of Darkness. <laughs> yeah. So we'll see. 
Uh, last up here, Scream Factory is putting together a new collector's edition Blu-ray of the film Event Horizon. And they are on an Indiana Jones-level mission to find the missing 35 minutes worth of footage that was famously cut from the movie before it hit theaters. They have revealed details of their plans, which include a 4K scan, brand new bonus features, limited edition poster, and with any luck, those deleted scenes that uh, director Paul W.S. Anderson uh, has stated that just contains fuck tons of gore. Fingers crossed, man. Fingers crossed. From what I, I understand... I, I... He has, uh, it's like his producer has a VHS copy of the uncut movie, but he lives in Spain and I guess Anderson like travels the world a bunch. Uh, he talked about it in like 2017, so they're supposed to sync up. So like he, he apparently has a, a working print of the movie uncut and I would fucking love to see it because I like Event Horizon. I know that it's not what it could be, but I enjoy it for what it is at least. But I would love the fucking extra fucking gore. I, I'm a gore, just, I'm a gore whore. Absolutely. So what is, what has Paul W.S. Anderson done? Mortal Kombat, this, every Resident Evil movie ever. I feel like I'm missing one or two. He was, he did that fuck awful uh, Three Musketeers movie. Oh, uh, with his wife in it? Cause he, that looks like bad. fucking Final Fantasy or something like that. He's as bad as Rob Zombie. It's like, oh, my wife has to be in this movie. <laughs> my super hot wife that I boned. I mean, but real talk. The three musketeers are here. I have sex. See, there she is. Just so you know. (laughs) I sleep Uh, with her and put her in movies. Meal all day, though. Come on. Those Resident Evil movies are dog shit. But goddamn, she's good. I like uh, Event Horizon. And yeah, let me bust in there. Find that man who's eating that fucking cold soup and tell him I want to see that fucking satanic orgy. Right? That's why I'm not allowed at Breadco anymore. Scream Factory. Blood orgies or don't even fucking release it. Alright? That's just that's it. Hands down. That's the saddest part is that I think we're in an era where we get to see a lot of like deleted footage get put back into these horror movies. I'm never gonna get to see those fucking new blood kills though, because that's all gone. And that's fucking me. Because I remember watching that movie for the first time and being like Oh my god, this is probably going to be so fucking brutal when they release this in some sort of Blu-ray collection. And they're like, yeah. Smash this dude's head down into fucking, like, uh, I I don't know, like a meat accordion or whatever the fuck you want to call that. Yeah, he kills Bernie. He fucking kills Bernie. Right, you barely get to see it, too. They got the, uh, what is it, the, is it the dailies, right? The, like, you can see it with, like, the timestamps on it. You can see them on YouTube. They're really bad quality, but you can see... <clears throat> more gore. I, I don't know what they can do with that. Obviously, I don't have a career in that. Uh, I'm just you know Paramount's not sh- shelling out any money for that shit. Remember when the fucking Blu-rays just came out? The, the DVDs just came out? It's like, oh, uh, interactive menus, that's a special feature. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that was everybody back in the day. Was, uh, you, special features include interactive menus, subtitles. <laughs> well, goddamn, they went all out for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! All right, so on to uh, the movie of the evening, Project Metal Beast. Oh, um, wait. When? I actually, oh, I have on. a thing. Go ahead. I, I have a little, uh, what the fuck is this? Come on, computer, be my buddy. Be my friend at the end. Come here. All right. So last week, <clears throat> um, we were talking about Monster Vision and Joe Bob Briggs. Our good buddy, the fan ambassador, was going on and on about that. I mean, uh so, wait, where am I at? I want to talk about 
USA up all night. Up all you guys, night. You guys remember oh, USA yeah. up all night? Yeah. Like, I'm not mad that Joe Bob's getting praise and shit for, like, this resurgence of uh, retro horror and shit like that. But, um, I don't know. I think USA up all night. I owe half of it to Joe Bob and half of it to USA up all night. You know, I, I would like to see a resurgence of that. I would love to see that. What was the one where, like, Jason and, uh, what's her name? Uh, Rhonda Shear. Rhonda Shear, yeah. Up all night. Uh, when, like, she gets, like, takes him to, like, the salon. Yeah. To, like, fucking get his, like, nails done and shit. I think it's, like, a rights issue now, though. I think that's the biggest problem. I think, like, everybody is so tightly holding on to the rights for the movies that they have that, like, it's impossible now. Like, I think back then they were like, all right, you want the rights to, like, Puppet Master? Who gives a shit? Now it's like someone somewhere has a Blu-ray, and if they don't, I want to exploit the fact that they don't have that Blu-ray. Uh, but that would be sick. I mean, like, I, I, it's really weird because I think all of us were around for broadcast television, which just doesn't exist anymore. That's just not a thing. That's fucking insane to me. The idea yeah, that you really. have like, a window, and that's what makes, like, Last Drive-In so crazy is the idea. Oh, I fucking love Dude Bro Party Massacre. Thank um, you. Uh, and the gag where the bodies are falling down through the lake fucking gets me every time. But <laughs> <That> um, <movie's... laughs> we can detour about that movie too. <laughs> but what I'll say, is... yeah, no, no, that movie, that movie kind of like understands like the trauma model, the kind of trauma forgot, where you like really lean into how fucking stupid you are <laughs> during the movie. <laughs> um. But no, I feel like broadcast television ending was like a huge end of the chapter. Like, I think it's weird as shit. And I love it that Joe Bob Briggs airs at a certain time. But that's like unusual by our standards now. So I was going to say, like, just just in theory, they did happen to get uh, Ron Deshear back, who I think is selling lingerie on QVC or something. Yes, she is. Oh, oh my God, her sweaty lingerie, Ron Deshear. I just wear it like a ninja mask, you know? Uh, no, and then fucking Gilbert Godfrey. I don't think Gilbert Godfrey's doing shit much. He was a cartoon bird, and then he got fired for being a cartoon duck. And now he just screams at people or something. I think, which, he's, on, yeah. I think he's on Cameo, if you want to pay him $150 to send you a 15-second fucking birthday message. Yeah, I think uh, I think I heard that. But just, <laughs> but just, think, just think, for instance, like, you can't get those guys back, so you get some, like, I don't know, up and coming or fucking B-list comedian. Maybe you get, maybe you go retro with it. Maybe you get like a Carmen Electra, like a Paulie Shore. You know, fuck it. Why not Alf? What the fuck is Alf doing? I think you would like to Speaking of DNA overload, Carmen Electra played an integral part in my like 14 to 16 year old life. Okay. So. Dude, same, same boat, but it was Alf. I had a fucking <laughs> DA overload all over my elf puppets. You were like, oh, and then he, and then he grabs the cat, and it's time for the grand finale. <laughs> <laughs> Willie! Dude! Willie! You guys... Catch this! Willie! Are, are you naked quoting Shakespeare smoking crack and sucking dick? Because that's a true fucking story, dude. <laughs> I can't, you know, I can only come if I have, like, the Pets.com puppet on my hand, so, you know, I get it. <laughs> I can tell you, there was a party it's, I was Sarah at. Sarah McLaughlin's playing in the background. <laughs> and I was hammered out of my mind. an angel. had the Pets.com puppet on his hand, and he was drunk, and he was telling jokes, and I was like, 
well, I'm way too fucked up for this right now. Like, <laughs> was the I, puppet answering the jokes though? I, I it, was, it was bad. Like, he was not good at jokes either. But I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna go to the bathroom and like Ricky Ratman is gonna be there and he's gonna be like, you wanna watch the new docking video? And he's gonna start jacking me off and I'm gonna be like, <laughs> I'm going through time. I was thinking of that part in the last voice God, It's like where Bruce Willis has the puppet. It's like, why did Milo get his dick stuck in the chicken? <laughs> right, you know what I'm talking about. Can we just not talk about this movie? No, we got to get through because you made me watch God. it. Yeah, yeah, shut your butt. So, uh, when, where was the first time you saw this? Guess first. So, Doctor Benny Graves, when was, when, where was the first time you saw Project Metal Beast? So I just bought this on VHS, and again, like I, I, I think like nachos. I was kind of riding the choo-choo of like, how could this be bad? Look at the ingredients. It could never be bad. And then I started. I watched it on Tubi, and I was like. There was a point in the movie, we'll get into it, but there was a point in the movie where, like, the ludicrousness of how much this movie takes itself seriously was like a tidal wave that hit me, and I started cackling. But, like, it wasn't, like, an enjoyable cackle. It was kind of like a waiting-for-Godot cackle. Like, all right, so it felt a little fucky. Anyway. Nachos, go. Uh, Real talk, I think I saw this on um, Monster Vision. Was it a Joe Bob one? Or? Uh, yes, it was a Joe Bob one. <clears throat> that had to have made it better. Yeah. Dr. Ian Muckin has beers. How many stars did he get? <laughs> oh, did fuck, he get I don't know, man. <laughs> what kind of food? Was there any aardvarking? <laughs> Sans aardvarking. There was one decapitation foo, one aardvark foo, and one werewolf rape foo. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Bob gives it. An hour and a half of your life, you're not going to get back. I don't know. What do you want from me? You know if he did it now, though, he'd be like, but really, we're not talking about DNA here. Let's be honest about it. We're talking about tissue transplantation. If we're going to call this DNA overload, I need you guys to be honest about the type of physiology that's being performed. (laughs) And then he would be like, I love it, Joe Bob. Dude, so like, do I have enough buttons undone? Did she get some weird chin thing going on? Give her like a little Joker jut. I I don't know, man. I I, I like she, she got I, bit by Bruce Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> Project Metal Campbell. <laughs> Your chin grows fucking twice its size. You get you get bitten by it, and then you're like, "When's the when's the revival of Briscoe County Junior happening?" <laughs> oh my god, can that fucking happen? <laughs> He teased that on uh, fucking April Fool's Day. Was it this year or last year? And he's like, it's coming back. You know what? I'd be down with that. Fuck yeah. Dude, I want Jack of All Trades to come back. That oh. show was my motherfucking shit. Fuck. Wait, was Lucy Lawless on that show? Probably, dude. She's in everything, man. <laughs> I think she okay. was. Because then that would make like make the Evil Dead, Ash versus Evil Dead connection make sense for me more. Oh, no. No, I don't think she was. Um... I think it was just some some random ass blonde chick. I, I don't remember. Oh no, yeah, you're right. I'm I'm thinking of Minnie Me. Yeah, he was on Vernon and Vernon Troy because they were together in uh, Xena. Mm-hmm. Dude, and everything because he was Italicus. I forgot to say his name. He's like the master thief. He's not yeah. Jocks or the Mighty, and that's the only character I care about. How's his song go? I don't recall. Jocks are the mighty. He's really tidy. Rolls through the countryside. Never has a place to hide. He's Jocks. He's Jocks are the mighty. Played by the Jeez. fucking fantastic Ted Raimi. I you know what? Magnet Ted Raimi. <laughs> I'm, I'm a big fan of Hercules' legendary journeys, 
because that first ep- I think the first episode is the one where it's the snake lady. Her bottom half is a snake, and I was like, "There are boobs in this show, and it's about monsters." Oh my god! I just spilled a bunch of clam chowder into my pants. I Too bad to, about Kevin Sorbo, man. I went to, I went to uh, Catholic school, so I was all about Zia and everybody funny. I'm like, you guys don't fucking get it, dude. We are fucking being taught by a bunch of nuns how to write calligraphy, and then I get to go home and watch two fucking lesbians beat up on a bunch of dudes. I am so fucking into this fucking show. Oh, fuck. Dude, yeah. I, I thought Callisto was where it was at. Oh, yeah. I was like, she would definitely oppress a Jew. I'm into this. Uh, back to the we get so sidetracked. Back to the and movie. we're back. Uh, me uh, to twenty twenty. Oh, yeah. How about you? I How fucking about you, Cincinnati Jeff. I saw this uh, <laughs> last week. When's fucking under recommendations was... of a genius? Yeah, we fucking wouldn't shit up about it, uh, and we decided to get it out of the fucking way. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> this is not a video nasty, so this is not on our hello nasty list. Um, directed by Alessandro De Gattano. I believe I'm saying what, that right. What else did he do? Uh, Bloodbath in Psychotown. Hmm. Oh, yeah. What? Didn't he do another real classy flick like Die, Whore, Die or something did like he? that? I missed that one. No, he did. It, it's. I don't know. I'll get back to you on that. Or, I mean, I'm going to excuse that. <laughs> All right. So let's meet our casualties. Um, it is actually a fa- fairly large cast. I only brought in just a couple here uh, that are, are worth noting at all. Uh, first up, we have uh, Kim Delaney, who played Anna, Dr. Anna DiCarlo. She was in Body Parts, which is cool. Uh, I Dark- fucking love Body Parts. Dark yeah. Man 2, and she was also in Mission to Mars. Is that Durrani, Return of Durrani, or is that Die, Dark Man, Die? <clears throat> That's uh, uh, Die, Dark Man, Die. The Return of Durant is uh, 3. Which one screamed Dark Man Screams? I don't know that one. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. And we're back. Uh, next up, we've got uh, the very talented, probably the star of the movie, uh, Barry Bostwick, who plays Colonel Peter Alexander Miller. And I'm going to say he's his a, name fully like that the entire fucking time. He's in one of my favorite movies of all time, FDR American Badass, which yes, is historically is. accurate. And it also Ooh. involves werewolves. Didn't you ever see this one? I've never seen this. It's oh, fantastic. Man. It is I can, amazing. I, I can tell you, Barry Bostwick right now looks like the kind of guy that, like, like if Kenny Rogers only had anal sex, he would look like Barry Bostwick now. <laughs> what? Like, he looks, he looks like women are instantly like, yeah, anal, absolutely, Barry Bostwick, 100%. <laughs> He's like a powerful-looking man. He's got like, the eyes of a tiger... And that fucking hair. Ooh. I loved him in Weekend at Bernie's, too. <laughs> I loved him in fucking uh, Tales of Halloween when he masqueraded as the devil. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That, real talk, that's like the best part of that fucking movie. Yeah. That is fucking good, dude. Just spray painting the fucking garages and shit. That's fantastic. Just being devious little shit. That's good. Next up, uh, we've got Musetta Vandier. Vander Vandier, I'm not sure. Uh, plays Debbie. Oh, you mean Sindel? She was in the Wild Wild West. She was in Kicking and Screaming. And as Nachos pointed out, most importantly, uh, in Mortal Kombat and Annihilation, as Queen Sindel of Outworld. Our, our madam. I, I, look, I, our I'm highness. 
I'm going to do a plug for a podcast I don't listen to. We hate movies. Have you guys ever heard those guys? They're yeah, very, they're pretty good. I, I think their best description of Mortal Kombat Annihilation is the people are dressed like they're there for a Mortal Kombat porn parody. And I think that's accurate. Oh, that's, my God. <laughs> I, I think that's true. <laughs> I, I can see, like, Kintaro or whatever putting a dick inside, like, a very bad CGI'd, like, Molina or something like that and being like, I'm 16 and this is the only way I can shoot. <laughs> you, know it's, you know it's a bad movie when it's the fucking mid-90s and Christopher Lambert only has two choices, the sequel to Mortal Kombat or another fucking Highlander movie with Mario Van Peoples. And he went oh. that way. <laughs> Oh no, I'm going to be in the movie uh, with the member of Exterminator 2. And no, no, fuck the Mortal Kombat franchise. <laughs> Dude, you know what? I think a Mortal Kombat porno parody would probably have a bigger budget than Annihilation did. Can we just talk about Mortal Kombat Annihilation? Can we talk about when Nightwolf walks through one of those like t-shirts that you would get at, at, at Eats Meets West with all the wolves howling in it? And then, like, yeah, the three wolves moon. Project oh Nightwolf. I love that movie. Uh, next up <laughs> is Dean Schofield, who played Philip Ferrero. Uh, this is nice. This kind of ties into the whole fucking like title card looking like Metal Gear Solid. He was actually the voice of Johnny Sasaki in the Metal Gear Solid series. Holy shit! I did not know this. So the jo- yeah. if you ever played the games, he's the he's Johnny who has like irritable bowel syndrome. And in, like, the fourth one, he ends up being the fucking hero because he doesn't have, like, the genome soldier stuff in him because he's afraid of needles. Yeah, this I mean, he, he voices um, that guy. I fucking, I love that that somehow comes together with all this. And, and then, and then, Kojima was like, how would you like to be an Amazon delivery guy, huh? <laughs> <laughs> how would you like the best, like, the most beautiful looking version of that? A physics simulator, hmm? <laughs> You know you would. You want it. <laughs> Last up is uh, motherfucking Kane Hodder, who plays bam, bam, bam. the fucking the werewolf and metal beast. Uh, so the Kane titular Hodder, character. He wasn't in anything that I could find. Nah. No. I, uh, uh, wasn't he? Um, wasn't he like Robert England's stunt double in uh, Child's Play Two? <laughs> right? I think he's, is, isn't that the ticket? I think he is a he's key grip. On the Victor Crowley movie, I, you know what I, I I will say if I ever see him at a con again, I'll be like, Mister Hotter, you can only choke me in a sexy photo if you're pretending to be the Metal Beast. That's the only <laughs> way I will allow this to happen. <laughs> He's choking you, and you're fixing your hair. I, I want I want a scenario adjusting your tie <laughs> where he has to do one of those like fan meetups but he has to wear the project metal beast makeup and it's like 12 hours in makeup with him and he's like fucking sweating profusely at monster mania and i'm like yo fuck yeah metal beast is here <laughs> you you go for the photo op and you just whip out a dog biscuit you're like what's up you wanna you wanna you wanna go for walkies boy you wanna you're go the for only walkies? one in line with the fucking project metal beast vhs he's like i thought i bought and burned all these yeah, and then like later on, he'd hit me with his Ford F one fifty or something like that with truck nuts. But you know, small price to pay. This is what you get, you smarmy dick. He hits you with Elon Musk's future vehicle. Master Chief steps out. Then Project Metal Beast comes out the other side. I'm about to be DP'd by my heroes. Kojima's oh. in the back, <laughs> dropping beats. It's like it's it's a metaphor for the how the Republican government has failed us. <laughs> And I'm like, more lube, please. 
so <laughs> he broke nachos. <laughs> How far are we in this episode? We haven't even gotten to the fucking when it was released. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, keep up the good work. But fucking, we are 30 minutes in, and we're not even to the movie. Uh, <sighs> so it was released in January of 1995, uh, alongside many, many better movies. Uh, some not so much. Uh, Halloween Six came out that year. Tales from the Hood, <laughs> Village of the Damned. I Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Next Generation, which somehow is better than this movie. <laughs> no, fuck that movie. It's a Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. In Texas, nobody gets massacred with a chainsaw. Am I right? That movie is like... that. That's like... It, it, the, as good as Texas Chainsaw 1 and 2 are during a period of time when music was good is as bad as some grunge music is and Texas Chainsaw, The Next Generation is. I stole, I stole a DVD copy in 1999 from a Sam Goody, and I still overpaid. Oh, yeah. yeah. You brought it back to them, and they're like, no, you learned your lesson. <laughs> uh, Demon Knight came out uh, this year. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ice Cream Man. Right. Oh. Uh, Candyman, Farewell to the Flesh. Is that the skin flick one, or? That's the, yeah, the third one. Yeah, with uh, Dominique D'Erico, or whatever the fucker shit is. Uh, Lord of Illusions. Motherfucking okay. Castle Freak. Oh my oh! god, that movie, that movie fucks in like a mean I, way. I, I love Jeffrey Combs. Jeffrey Combs is an amazing actor, but he cannot fake drunk. He's like, just, just leave the battle. <laughs> I mean, I, I love fucking Jeffy Combs all goddamn day. Nachos has the movie. fucking best Castle Freak shirt. No, I have the Castle Freak action figure right here. You do? <laughs> is that the full moon Was one? It? Wait, who who directed Castle Freak? It was uh, it was our boy, right? Uh, I think it was Brian Usna. Yeah, so it's a Usna movie, but it has like wow. no, there's no humor in it. And so like I remember one day, I think I was in a veterinary school, and I like called up my buddies and I was like, let's watch Castle Freak at the same time. And I was like, it's gonna be funny and dark. And I was like, oh, it's just dark. He has no dick. Yeah, <laughs> he eats eats cats. Has no dick. Barbara Crampton said they're gonna make Castle Freak 2020. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, that's that what I see. I feel like she's just starting those rumors to get work. I'll only believe it if she open mouth kisses me. I'm putting that out there, <laughs> dude. She's a fine wine, just like Mad Dog 2020. Oh, good God! The last two uh, released oh, this year Barbie. that were worth mentioning was The Mangler. <laughs> okay, it's a movie, and uh, Dracula yeah. Dead and Loving It. Oh. <laughs> Fuck yeah. There's a message for you in the lobby. <laughs> when he's fucking trying to lose those fucking people that are fucking trailing him and he just fucking runs back and forth like every five feet, dude. I lose it every time. To this day, I still continuously say, I'm drinking wine and eating chicken. It's good. Uh, so, how to watch this movie? Of course, as Benny said, it is on VHS. It is. It is not on DVD or Blu-ray. But here's the. I, I just found this out. It is actually getting a DVD release this year on June 16th. You can buy it on fucking DVD. You can pre-order it from like Best Buy and shit. Four days from now, I can get a DVD fucking copy for ten dollars. <laughs> wow. Um. Ten years ago, that might have been some big fucking news, but right now, 
I was just know. impressed that this is even getting one, and it, this late in the game, in the fucking, like, in the world of DVDs, where nobody's really even printing and pressing DVDs much anymore outside of major studios, and Project Metal Beast is getting one in 2020. We here at Blue Underground have great respect for Project Me at your base. <laughs> fucking DVDs are what happens when you try to print a Blu-ray. It's like the abortion from that. They're the most embarrassing media. And I collect VHS, but they're like if you think about it, right? Like VHS went for such a long period of time that there's like instructional videos, like thirty different instructional videos for like how to pet your dog. And then DVDs has such a thin window that if you like in hunting VHS, there are guys who are like, I'm selling hundreds of DVDs. I'm like, that's garbage. You're just selling garbage. Nobody wants that. I'm that I way was... with uh, the VHS of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Five, the uncut version. I'm like Mark David Chapman with that. Like every time I see it, I just have to buy a copy. Yeah, I, on- I only own two, but that's the only two I've ever found. Yeah, well, it's like, uh, you love Friday Six. Every time I see a copy of Friday Six, I'm like, I'm buying that copy. Look at that fucking art. I just need it. I need it just in case. I don't know. My wife's like, why do you need this on VHS? I'm like, because it's got 10 seconds of gore that I can't get anywhere else. And in case I get drunk and decide to watch it, this is the way I want to do it. <laughs> right, I have a backup in case I wear my other one out. <laughs> yeah, Sarah was like, hey, we got to get rid of these dupes. I'm like, do we have to get rid of these dupes? <laughs> You're like... You're like in a fortress made out of them. You just peek your head up like, no, we don't. Oh, Found space fuck. for it. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, as we said, it's it's uh, streaming on Tubi, and you can also buy it for 99 cents on Amazon Prime. It's not worth it. Just watch it on Tubi. <laughs> so Yeah, or uh, YouTube. If you guys are ready, we're going to horse around with some maniacs. Let's, okay. let's let's put this dog to fucking bed. Our just put it to sleep. opens in 1974 during a mission of Operation Lycanthropus, where the objective is for special ops soldier Donald Butler to obtain a sample of werewolf blood for the purpose of creating super soldiers for sex. Yep. Wait, yep, what? That, yep. <laughs> what the fuck? That, when that was that wild. mentioned? Oh, I might have misread that. It was... It was a little blurry on the 2B version. It might have been for combat. Oh, fuck. For, for, no, for four, combat four plate, then for fucking for sex combat. I got really excited. I, I'm gonna, I believed you wholesale and was like, <laughs> that movie just gained two points in my mind. But it's the mad dog that's fully dissolving the folds in my brain right now. Cincinnati Jeff is a lying <laughs> just, piece of shit. Just ironing that shit out. <laughs> You can buy quarters off it. These indie podcasts are lying to me. <laughs> God damn it. Like and subscribe. <laughs> as, Donald, as Donald crosses a lake in his high-tech ore-powered boat, and I like how this fucking thing is like, it's got a candlelit lantern and also like a fucking high-powered spotlight. What kind of you know fucking what? hammer horror shit was this that they were trying to like tell us about that will never happen again in the movie for the rest of the film? It's the river man from Castlevania Symphony of the Night. You gave him two gold pieces to go to the fucking werewolf castle. Dude, straight up, I was like, I'm getting Castlevania vibes here, and later on we're gonna have I don't know. What was that one Nintendo game where you could turn like you could reverse gravity and go upside down in your little Metal, mech suit? Metal Storm. Yeah. Then then like the last yeah, I can see the middle part is the unreleased Akira game where you're playing a very slow <laughs> X-based game. And then like the last five seconds is Project Metal Storm. Now, did you say Metal Storm or Project Metal Storm? Metal Storm. Oh, okay. And we're back. 
So as Donald <laughs> goes ashore with his lackey, uh, before going over all the equipment that he needs, a handgun and a crucifix, apparently, uh, he decides that Nixon probably doesn't take too kindly to religious pussies, and he tosses the crucifix aside, and he heads on inland. After stealthily making it through the woods with their extremely subtle million-watt fucking flashlight, they come across <laughs> the old stone church, uh, as Nacho said, looks like fucking from Castlevania. I actually thought it, kind of, it reminded me of the still shots from The Howling Man, that episode uh, from The Twilight Zone, like the old Rod Serling one. Oh, yeah. It looked mm-hmm. just like that, but in color. Um, so... They come across the old stone church, and like a couple of modern-day cops, they just let themselves right in without knocking. It's topical. It's topical. That's called a comedy reference joke. And immediately come across maggot-infested sever limbs and a pile of bones. Now they have probable cause. And they decide that heading deeper into the church is the only way to go. Folks, have you ever heard the song Police Police Story by Black Flag? Um, it's the son yeah. of the police. Or I, I, I like I, this. The beginning of this movie had a very uh, uh, what is it? Full moon kind of vibe to it. Yeah, it was a lot of fog, a lot of bushes. Uh, I couldn't really see what the fuck was going on. It's somehow well lit in a full moon, but like they still need like the flashlight to get around. Yeah, and, it, and it's, there's, like, the sidekick dude who looks like a, a stunt stand-in for fucking Michael Ian Black, who's like, hey, I punched this wall and meat flew out. That's weird. <laughs> Eat it. It'll make you healthy. <laughs> so the duo eventually make their way to a small room where the lackey spots a large white werewolf hiding in the rafters, but before he can do anything, he drops his camera as he's attacked, and I love how it just fucking magically just starts capturing the fucking scene. No way, dude. You're tripping. That werewolf is puffing his elbow and jumping off the fucking top rope. Oh, oh my god, it's werewolf's music! It's the werewolf's music is here! He's got a werewolf family! He is all over him like Joe Biden at a smelling bee. Oh, fuck. <laughs> smelling bee? <laughs> Uh, I was, like, half drunk when I wrote some of this. <laughs> uh, Ocas- Ocasio-Cortez, marry me, please! <laughs> uh, uh, Subtitles, <laughs> drinking in distress. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, the werewolf dispatches him by quickly ripping his throat out. Uh, Don, on the other hand, just sits back and assesses the situation like a badass, and after deciding that he does not have a Band-Aid big enough for the lackey's wounds, he just shoots the werewolf dead instead then draws the blood samples before putting a few rounds into his buddy so that he can come that. back. Uh, death number one. I don't have any clever names for this because genuinely every kill is maul, 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 maul. Uh, okay, Midwestern barbecue. Well, you got a maul it. I don't know why I did that. My microphone's here. Yeah, yeah. I, I got a name for this kill. It's called, uh, are you a fucking licensed veterinarian phlebotomist, motherfucker? How the fuck did you find that werewolf's vein? Huh? And also, that werewolf has, like, some serious, like, kind of, like, mentally handicapped silver bullet werewolf stuff going on, you know? <laughs> hey, real talk, opposed to taking the werewolf's blood, check this out. Take the fucking werewolf with you. Yeah, that, that, I, I love that. I love that, like, yeah, okay, we busted into this castle, but we cannot kill this werewolf and extract his blood. I have to put an IV in that's, like, the size of, like, I don't know, like a speaker wire. I'm going to drain not all the werewolf's blood, then we're going to leave back to the 70s. Just a, a you know skosh. What? Like, you've got this Ashate case 
that could probably hold four or five fucking vials of this shit. And he's like, you know what we need? A cup full. We just what if let's there's some kind of diplomatic you can't take a werewolf prisoner in wolf form because then we reverts okay fuck it moving on so back at i love the title of this fucking place the u.s secret operations center it's a secret old donnie boy is handed the blood over and while waiting for the good doctor to arrive starts to have an argument with colonel peter alexander miller about how uh he doesn't trust donald over apparently the lackey's name is greg over greg's death uh, and people are very upset about the way he handled that. Um, so oh, wait a minute. So this this the dude who took the blood. Does he kind of look like if you melted Kevin Bacon, right? It's like some melted Kevin Bacon. Yeah, he's got like I, what what interested me about this is I was like, man, Project Metal Beast. Look at that cover. And then I was like, what I truly want from this movie is like at least. At least forty minutes of talking about the bureaucracy of like scientific projects in the military. Let's do that. That's <laughs> and, the only way I'm excited. And this you argument know, is like one of just like you a thousand fucking conversations they have throughout this fucking movie. Project uh, bureaucratic beast. Just like oh, if we could only start human yeah. trials, but then there's all this red tape, and then they like list all the red tape. It's like, well, man, that's not really what I what I fucking queued this up for. But okay, I'll, I'll sit through it. So, uh, Dr. Barnes now comes in and begins to question the two about the origin of the blood. She states that it contains an extra chromosome, proving that the blood is not human, but Donald... Just like you. That's right. I don't actually... I don't have enough chromosomes. That's my problem. (laughs) My bad. I have too many on the count of the old ways of my family. (laughs) I was born blue. Anyone anyone want to see my side glands? My baby brother has no bones. (laughs) So, uh... They, uh, Donner to Miller, uh, tell her just to shut up and get the job done and continue to examine the blood for diseases so that they continue their experiments. She warns them if they try to fuse the blood with a human subject, the blood will treat it like an infection and they will fucking, uh, explode and die. It's pretty much how she described it. That's yeah. what my lobotomist told me when I was drinking all that possum blood over from the well, you know? <laughs> I don't trust this lobotomist. I'm going to have the local witch doctor inspect my prostate for wizards. <laughs> I always and, wanted and the spawn fucking, figures. The He-Man villain that's made of blood is named Lobotakis. Lobotakis, oh, where's He-Man? <laughs> Later that night, Donald decides he's not going to fucking wait for uh, this lady doctor to uh, to take her week to finish her work, so he decides to sneak into the lab and inject himself with the blood. And after having some immediate side effects, which include, but not limited to, sweating, nausea, anxiety, and yelling at co-workers, he decides to spend the rest of the evening holed up in his office, reviewing the somehow picture-perfect fucking snapshots that Greg somehow captured after dropping his camera. Which, by the way, did anyone see Donald pick that camera up as he exited? Sure. I don't know. I, I can't do look, this movie stop look, for it. Al- Alessandro de Gatana was like, I love the idea of a murder happening in front of these pictures, huh? How about we do that like 30 minutes of the movie, huh? <laughs> do you think he was tearing his dick out of socket with his wolf arm? Well, that's what like, I was... Uh, so uh, he's, uh, I think he's got to get his heart rate <laughs> up so that it, you know the heart pumps all that werewolf blood through his veins faster. So he's just... Opposed to like this... There. 
turning into jelly into his veins like a rattles. I don't know. A lobotanist? I am not. Look, this guy, this guy, I, I believe, like, this character kind of, he's the kind of guy who's like, if I'm not going to be alive to make a bunch of men into a human pyramid at Guantanamo, I sure as fucking am injecting myself with this goddamn werewolf blood. <laughs> hey, life goals met. <laughs> hey, kids at home, drink every time we say lobotanist. <laughs> Uh, he also starts to experience a heightened sense of hearing as, uh, as, as I like other, he can now hear things like fucking Superman, but he can only hone in on the fucking other, the only other two doctors in the building who happen to also be making fun of him. Oh, through okay. the vent? Yeah. Yeah, let's talk that... about, yeah, go on, nachos. No. Okay, All right, is this like when he goes up to the door and it sounds like fucking Marge Simpson is talking through like a cup? Yep. Ah, ah! Okay, all right. Yeah. Oh, oh my god, god these werewolf studies! <laughs> I think they're just neat! Uh, look, uh, this scene is like, the best part about it is that then when, who is it, Miller approaches him, he's like, I, my, my, my hearing has advanced. I'm like, that's like if the scene in, in Sam Raimi's Spider-Man had a scene where Aunt May walked in, he's like, Aunt May, I'm ripped now, and I can climb all walls, and I got webs that I can shoot out of my fucking wrists. <laughs> like, we fucking get it, dude. I got the idea. You don't have to tell it to the characters, too. <laughs> it's called <Yeah>. exposition. <laughs> explain it Explain it to the audience. They're not sure what happened. <laughs> And I, I just want, I wanted the fucking doctors to like mock him more. Like, why aren't they doing real science work? Like studying leprechauns or magic rainbows. Like, uh, what's wrong yeah. with this dude? It's just werewolves. So uh, yes, as, just Benny, werewolves. as Dr. Benny said, Miller comes in demanding to know what the fuck happened to the blood samples. Donald fills him in on what he did with it. Uh, he somehow uh, neglects to leave out that he yelled at a coworker. I found that very inappropriate, by the way. Where's my wolf juice, goddammit? <laughs> so yeah, Miller- yeah. Turns out that partnering a bureaucratic guy with the guy who's like the dad from American Beauty is a bad idea. <laughs> Miller orders him to the infirmary like a dad from American Beauty. (laughs) And Donald continues to go on about how he can now supply fresh new blood for the research and that he will be the perfect soldier as he's already a desire to kill. (laughs) It's like right out the gate. I have a desire to kill. I'm going to be the best soldier ever. Burnt babies, dead bodies, just fucking things in my teeth. But Miller disagrees and tells him that he will be terminating the project before uh, storming out of the office. More fucking bureaucracy, just getting in this guy's way. And in my way, where's yeah, the it, red eyes? Where's the thing slashing through the cover? Fuck! <laughs> as as uh, science people go on about their day doing science stuff, Donald what is... What death are we on? <laughs> Still one? <laughs> just one. God damn it. Uh, Donald is slowly changing, uh, so his like nails are growing long and claw-like, and his arms are getting hairier than a normal adult from 1974. Would you say he's going through changes? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Then his then his dad knocks on the door and he's like, "Hey, buddy, are you okay?" And then he's also a werewolf. And he's like, "Shadow, uh, I've been part of a government project. I got a wolf's cock now." And he's like, <laughs> it's the scene from fucking Teen Wolf, except it's a. Oh man, that's like that. That movie is like. <sighs> Some furries somewhere are like shooting about that movie for sure. <laughs> I hope a, this doesn't a DNA something in me. <laughs> <laughs> like, what what are you doing in my hand house? It's DNA overload. 
So down the hall, a hematologist, I got that off the door, uh, and then I, I looked it up. Apparently, they study blood. Uh, you know what that's Latin for? Nope. Oh, hematologism. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> oh I, I think it's actually like, fuck. I mean, it, it is blood specialist, but heme is like the, fuck it. We're not talking about science here. I'm going right. to drink this small liquor beverage. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, hematologer cuts her finger on a glass vial, and Donald can now smell the blood in the air. And he slowly smells his way God down to her lab. And um, what did you guys think of this next scene? I, I just wrote attacks her, but uh, the internet disagrees. No, that's rape. Yeah. yeah. And she, he Bill that's, Cosby's uh, her. That's what we like to call around these parts. Wolf rape? <laughs> oh, my God. It was like a Greek man's fist going inside me. It's like an orangutan's hand going up my butt. <laughs> he then leaves her alive so that he can identify, so she can identify him later in a, in a lineup. Well, he doesn't want to ruin a good thing. Fuck. <laughs> As Dr. Barnes and Dr. Taylor come in later and find her all just clothes fucking tore up. She's covered in blood. She tells them that Donald attacked her, so Dr. Taylor runs to Donald's office to find that he is now fully transformed into a werewolf. And Morley Wolf Gorge. We finally get our second kill of the movie as he fucking jumps on and just fucking eats his fucking throat out. That's number two. <laughs> so, uh, but Miller then arrives to save the day uh, along with uh, Dr. Barnes there, and uh, he just b- busts a cap in his fucking lycanthrop ass. With his silver bullets that yes. he's had primed for the event. That he's just had ready because they're hunting werewolves. So uh, as more G-Men arrive on the scene, Miller orders them to freeze the bodies until they can better study the effects and understand the process to see if they can control it. And he then orders Dr. Barnes to hand over all the research on the project. And I love this fucking next part. As she leaves, he just gives a silencer to another fucking like government agent <laughs> yeah. and tells him to stash her body in the cryogenics lab after he casually suggests that she be murdered as well. Wait, can we go back? I'm sorry. I, I, I missed this part. So when our dude, Butler, is in the bathroom transforming, did anybody notice there's like a huge crack in that mirror? And I was like, one of two things are happening here. Either this guy was like, this is the role of my life. I'm going to method act and crack that mirror. Or they're inside like a, like a community college bathroom at that time. I'm going either or on that one, all right? Like, hey, mister, why are you like looking all sweaty in front of that camera? Don't it's the gas station at the nicer Amico in Pasadena because it has two stalls and a urinal. I think he went in there to fucking bang some wolf smack. Uh, you know, did a, some dribbled out. He did a little numb. He got all wolfed out and just fucking bam, blasted the mirror. He like and comes he, back. Yeah, this is a guy who comes to the counter and he's like, let me get two issues of FHM with Brooke Burke. And I'd also like some peanuts. Thank you. <laughs> That's a fucking callback right there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Are we still in the 70s in this movie? Uh, so, yeah. So down. Oh, my God. So it, We're almost done with it, though, because down we fast forward now down in the cryo lab and Miller is looking on all the bodies as he talks to himself and then mocks Donald, who's just naked and for i often mock donald (laughs) uh so uh, 20 minutes and 16 seconds into the movie uh we get some full frontal fucking pee-pee action here dude full dong and this guy looks like like he was carved out of slim jim he's in the best shape of his life you know 
as far as a gym teacher who would actually hit you behind the scenes would look, you know? <laughs> Cincinnati Jeff, what do, what do we have in this movie? Do we have some hanging dong? Yep, some hanging brain right there. First time, right. first time on the show. It's usually oh, that's movies. not true. No, we had hanging dong and um. Do you get to see dong in Night of the Demon? Yeah, Bigfoot straight rips that dude's dick uh, off. Do you get to see it? Oh. I fucking love Night of the Demon. So do we. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry. We we bring that up later. Or I bring it up later. I swear to God, there's dick in another movie, too. Well, we talk about Ronnie's big juicy hog in fucking uh, Sleepaway Camp. Dude, that kid runs face first into his fucking doink, and he's just like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, it is now 1994. And we, and we are at the fucking, the title is the new U.S. Secret Operations Center. And uh, fuck, with- fuck, this movie has like lofty ideas about itself. This is like a movie. This is in the point of the movie where like maybe 20 minutes down is when I start cackling hysterically while watching this. Because I'm like, man, this movie thinks it's hot shit in a champagne glass. And to quote the monarch, it's just cold diarrhea in a Dixie cup. Like, it, it was... It fucking blew I was like, we're doing time jumps, multiple talks about bureaucracy. This isn't the fucking West Wing. This is Project Metal Beast colon DNA overload, okay? I just sold you for a cigarette and I don't even smoke. <laughs> so uh, we are 94 and we are now in the office with Dr. Anna DiCarlo, who is doing some science on a hybrid of metal and synthetic tissue in her lab. Later on... Uh, her beau, Philip, drops by to let her know that the top brass is sending an unknown expert from Washington to the assist in their research. Oh, I wonder who it is. Right? Philip hmm. cannot seem to find any info on this person, but if paying attention has taught me anything, it's probably Barry Bostwick. <laughs> oh, boy. And, yep, it's motherfucking Brad Majors, who is now in witness protection after his Rocky Horror fiasco and is now going by the name Colonel Peter Alexander Miller. What's that name? Colonel Peter Alexander Miller. Thank you, bud. Yeah, he's, he's also an extra in, like, Model Behavior 2 from 1995. <laughs> um, but I will say that, like, uh, this part where he shows up and he's like, they actually study infectious disease on Plum Island. I'm like, congratulations. Your, your pre-Wikipedia encyclopedia studies have served you well. Like, what? I don't give a fuck about the credibility of this film. Whatever happened to the Gothic Castle and the Michael Ian Black eating it in the first five minutes of this movie? They do. They even, like, drop their, like, we they have we have another team over at Fort Meade. And I'm like, man, they are really just, they are more concerned about all the <clears> fucking <throat> red tape and shit than they are the actual fucking, like, horror movie. Wait a minute. Movie. Do you think if that's, like, a side, like, Project Metal Beast, Project B kind of thing going on? Or? I don't know. All I know is that, like, imagine if Wilford Brimley spent half of the thing being like, here's how I made the program that makes the cell split in the part where I show you how the thing works. How about we do that for 40 minutes? You want to watch that? Also, Done. diabetes. <laughs> I actually take the molecules of oatmeal and I did. Uh, no, no, no. Just drink it. So uh, Miller gives everyone uh, – I this is – this is it's so sh- – I felt really bad for everyone in this scene because if you've ever fucking worked in an office before, this is the one thing you fucking hate when you like have to line up and meet the new boss. He gives everybody fucking nifty handouts about how he's going to fucking run things. I've been, I've been given those once or twice. I'm like, I'm never going to fucking read through this, and I hate you even fucking more. 
Yeah, fuck the man. Yeah, I are hope we... that later in life there's like an incurable disease that like causes the world to shut itself down, and I hope you get it. Are are we at the point where someone says we can't control the hardening process yet? Or are we getting there? <laughs> that is this part right here. He fucking tells them that uh, he's got uh, that they are ready for fucking human trials, and that's when I think his name's Ralph's. Like, but we can't control the hardening process yet. This is not a 1940s fucking Batman comic where you can just draw boner whenever you want and do it with impunity because no one says boner is a dong joke. This is 1995 or 4, I don't remember because of the malt liquor beverage, but more importantly, you can't say we can't control the hardening process after you have the lady from NYPD Blue poke a bunch of Elio's pizza, okay? Well, he explains that there's fucking frozen cadavers in the basement, and they will be using them. Uh, uh, but, uh, you know, the group is still reluctant. Miller then throws his weight around and forces them to cooperate, otherwise he's going to cut the funding. It's just the whole fucking scene of just fucking bureaucracy, because he's like, I'll give this fucking research to the other fucking team at Fort Meade. I don't give a shit. If you don't agree, they're going to fucking do it. Uh, and then Miller. Hey, give me then, two seconds. This dog's freaking out upstairs. Sure. I gotta go feed it pills until it falls asleep. Is it Trazodone? Are you feeding it Trazodone? <laughs> we'll find out when he comes back. <laughs> so uh, Miller then heads downstairs to check on his werewolf popsicles, who are still chilling in the basement. And th- th- this is just—it's so boring. I don't care that you uh, don't want to fucking do this research and you're, like, super reluctant. I don't need a 15-minute fucking conversation on it. It should have been a two-line fucking throwaway, and then we fucking move on to something more important. I'm really glad that it was werewolf research and not, like, pandemic equipment, because otherwise they would have been like, shut it down. It sat around for, like, 20 years. Fuck it. What are the odds that it'll happen, you know? They're like, (laughs) werewolf research? We'll get to it eventually. (laughs) Let's head forward the werewolves. So the the $250,000 to run this cryogenics lab downstairs, yeah, we could spend that money. (laughs) The dog apparently got on this thing called PCP. I don't know. Does it have a knife? (laughs) It it does. I blame the schools. (laughs) So, So later on, we see Dr. Anna arguing with Ramon. The cook, who is throwing a fit and saying that he will no longer cook in the kitchen unless it is sprinkled with holy water. What, what is this shit? What the fuck is this yuck yuck comedy shit here? Why Why are we introducing Ramon the cook who's like, Dios mio, I cannot make gorditas if there is a corpse inside the freezer. And I'm like, fuck off, Project Metal Beast. I didn't fuck even, you. Did he even say it? Because I didn't even hear him like bitch about it until they fucking like go in. And they're just fucking thawing bodies in his fucking meat cooler. Like, I'm like, yeah, if I was fucking Ramon, I'd be a little pissed uh, about You it mean too. carne asada? Thank you very much. <laughs> you mean Taco Bell's brand new carne asada quesadilla available in a special box? I legit <laughs> just had that fucking four hours ago, man. No, uh, and I'm, I'm going to have Taco Bell tonight after this. Uh, it's the only way I'll be able to sleep. But uh, I, the thing I, I, I thought about in this scene is I was like, wait a minute. So you're telling me between 1974 and 1994, the Institute for Super Secret Studies has a cryogenics lab downstairs. But if they got to put a corpse upstairs, they're like, I guess it goes in the kitchen. LOL. (laughs) Is this a B-plot from Gilmore Girls? (laughs) No, it's actually like the the kitchen in Blade, you know, 
One of it's like a kitchen freezer, and the other goes downstairs to Rosie, and I don't know where the fuck I'm going with this. Uh, <laughs> this Ramon would have been so much better if he was played by Louise Guzman. Am I wrong? No, this would. I would like the movie a hell of a lot more. Do Every- we come back to him other than like the yuck yuck joke about the fact that they can't like they have to eat sandwiches now? Yeah, they fi- they find him later. That oh, okay, right. PBJ. Yeah, they introduce they fucking introduced him just. It's like Danny Steinman. I need a character to kill later. Let's fucking introduce the cook. Now, see every five minutes. What I wouldn't kill Bruno. <laughs> I mean, I will say that that's still seem a little unsanitary. Father might be kind of pissed as well. Spin the wheel. Is it a murder or a sedative? <laughs> that's the Danny Steinman way. Well, wait. So the best part about this though is we get introduced to our like titular, our doctor lead, our final gal, right? And then we have the LeVar Burton stand-in, but he might not be a LeVar Burton stand-in. He might be the guy who plays Demon in part six, too, who, like, also slums <laughs> it. Oh, stand-in. So we're, like, in the sub-basement of LeVar Burton stand-ins here. <laughs> but not the basement's basement? <laughs> not quite yet. <laughs> so Anna uh, goes into the fridge there, grabs a couple skin samples, and runs some tests on them, uh, while Miller provides some fake intel as to who the body really is. She's hesitant to continue the trials, but Miller uh, pushes her to continue. It's Jesse I just, Ventura. I literally fucking wrote these scenes are fucking boring. Yeah, there's a lot of that. It was unreal. Like, I was like, oh, we're still doing this, huh? And here's the thing about this movie. I walked into this being like, this is going to be like a really shitty sci-fi, like, night beast. And man, my standards were low. I'm just saying. <laughs> I found an article, uh, so what I do is I watch the movie, and then I'll watch it again, and then it's when I take my notes. And I was talking to Nachos today, and I was like, yeah, I'm just going through, I have a lot of these just spots where I just put, people are fucking talking, and then like I would just skip over it because nothing's happening. I tried to go in and add more, I got a little bit, for the most part, I just fucking couldn't do it. And I found an article today, uh, after I had my Wendy's, or my Burger King spicy chicken sandwich, and, uh, it was that Project Metal Beast is the best kind of schlock horror movie, and it had one comment, and this fucking dude just put, kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, what a great time in the internet where you could just tell someone to commit suicide, you know? What a <laughs> sensitive you, time. <laughs> you don't agree with, with, with their review of a movie, but anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, so Dr. Anna then meets up with Queen Sindel of Outworld. Or Debbie. What's her, what's her line? What what is she saying? What is Sindel's signature fucking line? It's oh, like it's, in this case, it's hack the planet because that's her role in this fucking movie. <laughs> okay. She's like, I'll just go into the FBI super secret files. I'm like, you work for the government. They're gonna like put different parts of your body in different parts of Arizona tomorrow. Okay. You know what? And at no point does she turn to the camera and say, "We're in." <laughs> So they, we, we hacked the mainframe. She just goes on. She just goes on. Ask Jeeves, and they try to cover up the Ask Jeeves bar. <laughs> ask Vige. <laughs> so they they talk some science for a while, and she says that she cannot find out uh, who the body is. But if she brings him, brings her the fingerprints, uh, after it's the Jesse powwow, Ventura. They can fucking get. Uh, they can get together and fucking figure it out. Uh, and then after this, we get a. Uh, uh, a fun scene where all the pals play poker for money. Uh, which... Jesus fucking Christ. These drywall mannequins interacting with each other. This was weird to me because uh, my parents always let had me play poker with my clothes. 
So I'd never seen people <laughs> use currency before. Mine didn't. This was and then nobody, nobody, nobody held me down and fucked my mouth. Like nobody did that to them. So yeah, I mean, in Soviet Russia, it's just like all bone marrow nowadays. But whatever. We <laughs> strictly play for bone organs. marrow. That's a, they play, they play strip poker in Rusta, Russia to just like eye up your fucking kidneys. Like that's a good, that's a juicy. <laughs> Yeah, layers yeah. off. <laughs> yeah, they're like, if game does not end, then you do not look like Uncle Frank. Game was failure. <laughs> Help me, I'm an out. <laughs> so Frank, I'm in USSR. It's written in blood. Yeah. <laughs> the writing's on the wall. The Beatles you know? are playing in the background. <laughs> Finally, in the lab, uh, we have uh, Donald Butler on the operating table, and we have. Larry, Philip, Roger, and Dr. Anna all in this little fucking room. And the good doctor is removing pieces of his skin and replacing it with the synthetic skin-metal hybrid. Uh, and, <laughs> and this is when we get my favorite fucking cutaway. Uh, as they they have to speak out loud to let you know that they need to await the appropriate four hours for the fucking skin to take to the body. And we get this fucking dialogue where they just piss and moan about having to eat peanut butter for lunch because the cook's on strike. Oh my god. Like, look, I understand what they're going for here. They're going through, like, the type of banter that you have when they're eating an alien or when they're hanging out in the break room and the thing. But, like, this is Project Metal Beast Poland DNA overload. So, you know, I, I, I don't know that, like, you know, this might have been not Mozart's work. I don't think it's Salieri's work. I also don't necessarily think that it's like chocolate rain guy's work. You know, <laughs> songbird of our generation. <laughs> this is like the guys from fucking who wrote Rock Me Amadeus got together and shit on a piece of paper and they handed it in. They're like, That's it. Here you go. Here's no. your script. This is like the cops from Halloween Five. <laughs> oh, the Keystone Cops. <laughs> <laughs> They're Hanna-Barbera cops. How is that a sequel to part four? Four is a fucking beautiful movie. Oh, and then- you know what? I will go to bat for five. I have no reason to. I, I cannot defend the quality of the film. I cannot. How did, how did Benny's connection get lost? This is weird. Why? I'm just pressing all these buttons. <laughs> no, no, like, look, uh, that's a movie that by watching it on, what is it, AMC, uh, nonstop, it's like drilled into my skull. It is... It's like a movie where, like, everyone in Haddonfield got a lobotomy. And then, like, that's the Halloween movie. But, uh, man, there's something so charming about how insulting that film is. Right down to Dr. Loomis being like, I, I fall on and beating you with a two-by-four, Michael. I don't care, Michael. It's my music now, Michael. It's like I'm, I'm Hacksaw Jim Duggan fucking just whacking you in the face with a fucking two-by-four. Oh, Dr. Loomis's music. <laughs> Fucking drinking that Diddy more, beating people's faces. But anyway, they, you know, oh, I would still watch that movie over this. Four and five, it's like you're eating a foot long hot dog. You're like, oh my god, this is the best hot dog I've ever had. Then you cut to part five. You're like, it's starting to taste weird. And then you get to the last bite and you realize it's a giant turn. You're just like, <laughs> I, I think like I think if you have a bunch of beers under your belt and maybe like a couple of glasses of water. That five is like very entertaining, but I think in terms of like making sense 
or the Myers house not looking like a gothic castle, or your oh. least gal not being a screaming psychopath. Yeah, I mean, it's got some failures, you know? I, I don't know. What, Halloween Resurrection or Halloween 5? Trick or treat, motherfucker! Oh, fuck. Resurrection ah. all day. <sighs> anyway. So, back to this treat of a fucking film. Uh, we've got the crew back at the operating table. Uh, Ralph discovers uh, through his fantastic little x-ray machine that uh, there are some bullets in Butler's body. So Dr. Anna removes them to see that he was shot three times with silver bullets. Uh, now, after these bullets have been fucking removed, as Miller kind of alluded to earlier, his body will now start to regenerate and his body temperature starts to rise as he literally comes back to life. And uh, did anyone else fucking want to hear the voice from Alter Beast go, Rise from your grave. Oh, fuck yes. <laughs> I want that to be played every day I get out of bed at four in the afternoon. <laughs> I want that to play whenever I get a boner. But then, like, I'll be doing surgery and it'll be like, Rise from your grave. And I'll be like, fuck. Uh, oh, the patient's flatlining. <laughs> then it flashes to, like, the dragon face with the flames. It's like, do 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 it's like, I now, gotta take now, care of something, guys. Now I really, like, now I just want to play Golden Axe. I don't know, is that weird? <laughs> I want to no. play right. Did they re- ever remake Rygar? Oh, fuck no, man. You're not going to get a remake of that mo- of that game. You're going to get, like, Ratchet and Clank 5. Now they're trans. <laughs> I, don't, like, <laughs> I don't mind a fun adventure game. I, no, I, it, I don't know. It's, it's a double fun. <laughs> I don't know why I'm ragging on Ratchet and Clank right now. <laughs> It's hey fine, man, my mom was ratchet and clank. Well, look, I what, all I'm saying is you're not going to get a remake of Rygar, just like you're not going to get a remaster of Space Station Silicon Valley. <laughs> you're right. You ain't fucking wrong about that, brother. Can I get a new Earthworm Jim? Is that too much to ask? You oh, got what? You the, got, you got what three even, on the N64. What are we even talking about anymore? Yeah. So uh, back to this. Treasure. Danny's got to get his brain time. Everyone is struggling with the moral implica- implications uh, with this fucking more bureaucratic talk. Uh, while Miller goes to check on Butler, who is very much alive and struggling with his resurrection. During the visit, Butler uh, just taunts him with fucking photos uh, of fucking the werewolf killing his lackey over 20 years ago. Which is begins still to milking him. that? Yeah, begins to upset oh, him. Fuck. While Anna just happens to be watching. She's just like spying on it. She doesn't stop it. She's just like, hmm, interesting. Uh, later, after running some tests, Anna confirms that Butler is regaining brain functionality as Miller walks in. And when he does so, I I think that, that Butler like spitefully pisses on the floor. Get a catheter in him. He's, he's making man wolf sauce I, on the floor. Larry's just bitching. He's like, I'm not cleaning that up. Just That's let him piss on the where, head. He's like pissing. And I was like watching this and I was like, oh, oh, oh what happened? We're, we're done with like 40 minutes of the West Wing. Are, are we back to the movie with the werewolf pissing again? <laughs> I thought it was melt juice or whatever the fuck. I thought he was like thawing. I don't fucking know. I, don't... I, was, I was like, oh, that's urine. All right. It's clear and it seems to come out of the side of his body. So maybe he's just got a fucking massive horse cock and it just. Oh, where do your, you urinate, buddy? <laughs> I, I don't. Not out of my hip, I guess. It's... My urethra is on my right ventricle. <laughs> Whatever, dude. What do you know? So 
when Miller leaves, Anna then takes uh, Butler's fingerprints, uh, then delivers them to Queen Sindel, who cannot determine who Butler is. And she's like, the FBI has blocked the fingerprints, Anna. I don't know what to do now. So instead, Anna decides to fucking <laughs> ask her to, to hack a uh, fucking key the card man. for her for Miller's security key so that she can play the wait, wait, wait. Can we We're talk about, isn't this spot where Anna delivers a speech about the burn victim and how, like, uh, Kim won't hack initially for her? Because she's like, I don't know about this, Anna. And she's, she gives the speech that Black Dynamite gives where he's like, his goddamn Chinese eyes looking up at me. That's the exact same speech that she fucking gives right here. <laughs> where she's like, he was 85% burned and he looked up at me and he's like, Will I ever get to see the finale of Fraggle Rock and his, his eyeballs exploded? <laughs> and like, I'm like, so, all right, like, what is that? Where the fuck is the metal beast? <laughs> you fucking lost me. I'll be right with that. I just found it. I just remember the quote from fucking Black Dynamite. That movie's the best. Yeah, not this movie. <laughs> not so much. So in what, the in What the about evening, what? Project Black Dynamite. I'd watch it. No. Yeah. Yeah, fine. Where's fine. part two? So, in the evening now, back. Larry is checking on Butler, who has transformed into a full-on werewolf and breaks free from the bed. He attacks and kills Larry before escaping into the facility, uh, where Miller, Roger, and Hammond find Larry's body, uh, but Butler is gone. While Anna is searching for in Miller's office for some clues as to who these people are, she finds his gun with several silver bullets in one of his desk drawers. As Miller returns, so she gets the fuck out of there while nonchalantly walking down, like she's just like fucking casually walking away, like she just <laughs> wasn't fucking breaking into his office. She runs into Roger, who uh, explains that Butler's escaped and then fucking Larry's dead. All, all, and all this fucking happens. Like this is this is interesting, right? And all this happens in like two minutes, but they have to fucking argue about whether it's okay to work on a cadaver for like ten. On our planet, the exposition is the excitement, and the excitement is the exposition, <laughs> Captain Kirk. <laughs> uh, General Hammond sets up a search party for Butler and orders Philip to go uh, build... I like this. He's just like, Philip, go to the metal shop and build something that can kill it. Just something. The metal shop? So you don't have a freezer, but you have a place where children can learn how to make, like, a fucking remote holder during summer camp? <laughs> Fuck you. Is this Fallout 4? You just have a fucking workbench? Is this Dead Space 3? Is this fucking right? You see where I'm going with this. Yep. All right. So he orders them to kill him should they find it, and uh, then the rest of the party splits up. And I like how the fucking uh, uh, Corporal Turner... One of, the, one of the guards is, like, walking the hall, and he's being stalked by the fucking werewolf. And he stops and looks at, like, the... It looks like a nurse's station. It's got that fucking drinky bird, right? Mm -hmm. It just, like, sits and fucking dips its beak in, like, a, like a cup. Any any hospital worth their grain of salt has a drinky bird. But it's like there's no other decor on the walls. There's not, like, Ann Ged's, like, pictures of fucking fruit and shit or babies. It's just this one fucking thing. And as the fucking werewolf passes by, he's like, Fuck knickknacks! And he just fucking grabs it and breaks yeah! it. <laughs> Thank God it wasn't a fucking hula lady to put at the front of my Jeep or I would lose my shit! <laughs> uh, death number four. Drinky bird drinks no more. <laughs> All right, PD. 
So while outside now, Corporal Turner is killed when the werewolf somehow fucking made its way to the roof after dra- breaking the fucking drinky bird and then fucking just dive bombs on his fucking ass and just shreds him to pieces. Popping that fucking elbow off the top. <laughs> Signature move. Uh, oh my God, he stole the corporal's fucking girlfriend and now they're in a full-on cage match. <laughs> We call that the Atomic Wolf Bomb? Five-star werewolf splash? So, Miller and Hammond Ooh, find... The, what? The Lycan... Lycan... Like the Lycan Drop. Yes. I like it. Yes, he gives him the fucking Lycan Drop, then shreds him. So, Miller and Hammond then find his body, and then I like the fucking werewolf just hiding in the bushes and just jumps out. It doesn't <laughs> attack him, it just goes... Rah! <laughs> No, I, I think it gotcha. I think it does the wacky races. <laughs> <laughs> he just peeks his head up like, <laughs> and it looks like they spray him down with like fire extinguishers. I think they say it's CO two, but it's just sure. Yeah, everybody knows uh, a werewolf's real weakness is a fire extinguisher. <laughs> So they restrain him now back into the lab. Somehow they've knocked him out with fire extinguisher gas. And he, th- this part was kind of neat. He was halfway through uh, the, the werewolf human transformation. It's kind of cool. But like when he looks at the camera, like, and you get a good shot of his face, he kind of looks like he's suffering from fucking Gary Busey faces. Uh-huh. You say Gary Busey? <laughs> Piss on the metal beast. Piss on the Indian. <laughs> I think you meant that like a throat uh, was suffering from buciitis. <laughs> this is like the best prosthetic scene. And look, like I think the Mel Beast looks pretty good, but I think this is like the best effect scene. I was like, now take this scene and 20 minutes of you guys talking about paperwork and reverse it Gene Wilder style for me. Please, Thank you. Please. Strike that. Reverse it. Yep. Throw your thing down, tweak it, and reverse it. It's your... Wolf of Lurbert, okay, whatever. <laughs> I think I left my car on fire. Let me go check on that. <laughs> so while this is going on, they fucking have this Ooh. candid conversation about how they can't sedate him as the metal skin is starting to harden on the body. Oh, Ralph, I guess the fucking hardening process has figured itself out, you fucking genius. <laughs> so at the same time, Dr. Anna is examining Larry's body to better understand how he died as if like and she says it she's like I need to better understand how he died a fucking werewolf got it that's oh I that's know. how he died he was he was mauled yeah. oh my god his dick looks like a Hebrew national in a microwave now <laughs> I like how she's like picking up pieces of him and he's fucking like just severed in all these different spots and then she's like just appalled when his fucking arm just comes loose the fuck do you that's, think was going to happen? That's like Garth Marenghi's Dark Place shit that they're trying to play for reals. And I was like, oh, all right. So now after a quick discussion with Roger, Philip goes to uh, steal some silver coins and melt down while Anna goes to get Miller's silver bullets and gun. Roger- yeah, you know, the old uh, Chekhov's coin collection that they introduced <laughs> in the first act. Fuck you, movie! <laughs> They do have that where, like, fucking Miller's looking at the silver coins, and he's like, hmm, nice piece, and, like, sets it back down. Actually, little did, 
Little do you know, QVC was the sponsor of this film. So after the movie rolls in the credits, it's like, now you can own the coins. You saw in Project Metal Beast for three easy payments of nineteen ninety nine. Limited time only. When they're gone, they'll never be minted again. Would you like a coin of somebody firebombing Tulsa, Arizona? <laughs> I think I got Pratchett down tars over here. So, uh, well, fucking Phyllis being a metalsmith, Roger tries to sedate Butler by uh, using Anna's suggestion of injecting him in his eye. Oh, my God. But Butler is somehow fucking sneakily fucking breaks free of his restraints on the bed and is now finally fully transformed into the fucking metal beast that we have heard so much about. And we are, toss him around I, sorry, I, I paused at this point. There are 20 minutes left of this fucking film at this point. I had to watch this fucking like this, this rube be like, I can't get the syringe to work right. So I can stab the metal beast in the face. How many times do they try to stick that fucking dude? Jesus. A lot. The, yeah. the answer's a lot. A lot. <laughs> too, too many. But hey, now we've got our fucking metal beast, right? So he kills fucking Roger. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I want to be in the fucking movie, Rob! Can I be the metal beast? <laughs> yeah, you can be the haunted lamp. Uh, no, can, you're gonna you're gonna be uh, the ghost lady with a uh, with a diamond pony. Can can the metal beast wear a Jewish priest crop top so everyone can see my fucking sexy arms? <laughs> can one of the butt cheeks be slightly ripped off enough so you can see my starfish? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah I, I don't give a fuck. We're going to the vegan market tomorrow. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just gonna roll my dreads together and fuck you in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> And the ghost of Sid Hang's going to be there. Bill Moses. <laughs> Fucking okay. And we're back. So the Metal Beast then runs into Anna, but is repelled by the sight of her fucking Christian jewelry. Ah! Crosses! I didn't know that was a weakness for fucking werewolves. Yeah. Are you a fucking moron? Everybody knows werewolves hate fire extinguishers and the cross. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Come Can on. you say the cross or la cross? Lacrosse. LaCroix as well. A LaCroix for cross. You throw it like a fucking boomerang. Everybody fucking hates LaCroix. Buddy, we we went went to Catholic school. You know this. (laughs) God! So, so, uh, after the fucking Metal Beast, the fucking Metal Beast now runs away from the fucking crucifix. Anna finds Philip, who is making silver bazooka shells and ordering Queen Sindel to use her hacking skills to sound the alarm to lock down the facility and trap them inside with the Metal Beast. Fucking sure. Couldn't this have been, like, a whole montage set to the striper of her making bazooka shells? Yeah, I don't watch the shit out of that. Right? That'd be fucking great. I want to hear the fucking montage song from Monster Squad, Rocket Till You Drop. Yeah. It's like, Fine. Duh, 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 duh. they're just melting shit down. It's like, yeah. Hack in the bathroom. I'm in. Yeah. And the it's the old, it, just, thank God we got the old smelting lab, but we don't have extra freezers for bodies. <laughs> so all this is going on. Uh, Hammond and Miller are looking for the Metal Beast as they find Ramon dead on the floor. 
Thank God we got introduced to him so we know who he is uh, with his throat now ripped out. Miller and Hammond begin to argue as Miller decides he is tired of this bureaucratic bullshit. So he just fucking shoots the general in fucking both knees. Oh, dude. General Patton Oswald gets it, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Death number nobody gives a shuck. uh, Nobody gives a fuck. It's the thuggish, ruggish Ramon. There you go. Oh, my God. They're like, oh, my God, Ramon died. But he made the tastiest empanadas that would go perfect with this Baja Blast. <laughs> and peanut butter sandwiches. <laughs> he died what he loved doing, feeding us. Fuck these peanut butter jelly sandwiches and they just start carving off his back. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the perfect dream. So, as if right on cue, the Metal Beast then fucking stalks around the corner just as Miller exits out of frame. Picks stalks? Up- Picks up, <laughs> picks up fucking Hammond, and uh, this I wish we could have seen this one on fucking screen, because you see all the fucking mauling. He just grabs him by the fucking throat, and it, it, you hear it. It just fuck. He just crushes his fucking skull with his hand. And what I the wish fuck? we could have seen that. I want to see Barry Bostwick's head turned into fucking grape jelly. Like, where the <laughs> fuck is that? So Miller then fucking runs into the Silver Crew, who uh, he tries to hold hostage for some reason and demand the bazooka in the shells. Uh, Philip uses the best uh, distraction technique he has in his arsenal by tossing one at Miller as if that's okay to do and won't fucking explode uh, so that Queen Sindel and Anna can run off as Philip stands in Miller's way, but he he fucking just quickly just shoots him in the shoulder. He's like, yeah, I got this. It's good for humans and werewolves. (laughs) And Robin Banks. Oh, fuck it. All right, it's like that part in, uh, what was that fucking Master P movie where Mia X throws the fucking bullet at the dude, and the guy catches it? He's like, what's that? It's like, let's you try to catch the next one, motherfucker, right? Is that that? (laughs) Okay, moving on. All right, moving on. I I was going to do a bit where I was like, oh, then he shoots him unceremoniously like an unarmed black man. Topical. Thank you. Thanks. Absolutely correct. Uh, so uh, Anna and Queen Sindel find their way to Miller's fucking uh, chillin' cryo lab storage area. Uh, but Miller, hot on their fucking heels, finds them as well. Uh, but he does not see that the fucking metal beast is hot on the case. And this is probably the best scene in the movie, in my opinion, uh, as he attacks Miller. Uh, He gets fucking tossed around the room, slashed in the face, slashed on the body, and he's just continuing to fucking straighten his tie and fucking comb his hair over. And he's also trying to reason with the Metal Beast. Everybody knows you can't reason with a... Look, look, Metal Beast, I'll I'll suck you off, I'll fuck you, tell me what you want me to fuck! I'll suck you guys' cocks! Look, look, Metal Beast, I'm gonna stick my finger in your butt, I'll stick my finger in your dick hole. I'll become the Chinese finger trap, you know? <laughs> Just don't fucking spray Gogurt in my hair. Actually, do. I got my fucking comb. Get to go! Give me that DNA overload, baby. So he... <laughs> Boy. Hey, I'm calling it DNA overload for the rest of my life. I'm trying to drink here, man. All that beer went back in my cup. Hey, little Benny watches Wild Things, colon, DNA overload. <laughs> We talking weird sex moves? Because I got one. Oh my god, Denise Richards is getting out of a pool. 
who taped over fucking Wild Things with the fucking Charlie Brown Christmas special all the way up to the pool scene, and then after the pool scene, it's the fucking ending of it. What? Who did that? No. Who taped uh, over the Charlie Brown Christmas special with Wild Things? Because <laughs> I'm stuffing stockings. <laughs> no, it's when you fuck your chick in the ass when she's on her period. That's called um, a semicolon, right? Yeah, was that the thing? Because <laughs> you're on your. She's on her period, and then you put it, it in I, her. I, I don't know, you fucking war criminal, you tell me. <laughs> and then you peel back their fingernails. So so Miller is now dispatched by the Metal Beast with a well-placed claw through the stomach. And as the Metal Beast continues to stalk Anna and Sindel, the two become separated. The Beast corners Queen Sindel and is ready for the kill, but Anna comes to her rescue and tries to shoot it with a bazooka, but like a female driver, she's bad at it, misses and hits the fucking wall behind her. <laughs> this causes an explosion uh, where Anna gets impaled through the foot by a piece of rebar, and Sindel becomes knocked unconscious. Rebar McIntyre? <laughs> by the way, I... Yeah, am I wrong that the line before this is, uh, she's like, are you sure this is going to work? And she's like, no. And then that <laughs> happens. And I was like, where the fuck was this? Like, I could watch fucking Queen Sindel get impaled by rebar for far longer than I can watch them being like, file number 472B indicates that you can't inject <laughs> werewolf blood into a Asiatic male. <laughs> let me, let me, let me consult through this dossier. <laughs> There's no faith in her team uh, either. Is this going to work? I don't know. It's, it's just like, <laughs> come on. Where's the fucking, where's the spirit here? Jesus I don't Christ. Know. Did you read, did you read page 96 in the script? Let, let's, we'll see how that There's no goes. fucking way this script was longer than fucking 40 pages. And 30 of them were just them fucking talking to each other about the moral implications of fucking this. <gasps> so the Metal Beast digs itself out of the rubble and chases yeah! Dr. Anna before cornering her. Debbie Sindel then comes to her rescue and shoots the Metal Beast in the leg with a bazooka, but somehow the shell doesn't explode, and instead it just fucking sticks in his, like, impales his leg like a fucking lawn dart. He just looks at him like, I'm not a uh, munitions expert, but I don't fucking understand the science behind that. Yeah, I guess it was a dud at the fucking smelting lab. (laughs) I don't know. You fucking tell me. (laughs) Way to go, Philip. You fucking, you had three bullets and one of them's a fucking dud. Where'd so, you learn to smell the CIA super secret underground facility that <laughs> I'm getting way too many Resident Evil vibes from in the first place? Fuck. So the Did t- fucking Brad Vickers dropped the... <laughs> <sighs> oh, Holy chicken, chicken heart. heart. So, oh, so, Snake, so you gotta get down to the smelting lab. The metal beast has gone rogue. <laughs> I would play this game, by the way, if this was a fucking Yeah, well, me too. No, real talk. How much Resident Evil vibes did you get from this? You're like, beep, boop, 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 boop. oh, melted Kevin Bacon's dick is hanging out. Oh, is is he the tyrant? Okay. This is like got hardcore Kojima, like fucking metal, like Resident Evil vibes, but like the proportions are off by a seventy thirty reversal <laughs> in a bad way. So the so, two of them run away, but are quickly no, cornered. No, again. I, I, I have oh, to go ruin ahead. all your shit real quick. Psycho Manish shows up. He's like, ah, I'm reading your TV, your Tubi history. Apparently, you, you like to watch very shitty movies. You like <laughs> dead time stories. Can I, can like, I, re- you like you, can I re- now I'm connecting your Netflix to all the Happy Madison movies. <laughs> hey, man, that David Spade movie was okay. You stop it. Stop it, Nachos. 
I did like the scene where Lu- Luis Guzman is dripping ball sweat on his face. Oh, no, I'm not talking about uh, that. We'll discuss uh, this later, guys. We'll discuss this later. <laughs> right. Meanwhile, back to Project Metal Beast. Yeah! So the two of them run away but are quickly cornered as Philip stumbles in with the last bazooka shell, and he loads up Anna. She takes aim and this time nails the Project Metal Beast directly in the chest, causing it to explode into a million lycanthropic metal pieces. <laughs> Great. What a great scene. Because <laughs> you know and the movie's over. it's over. So, uh, yep. as or Anna, is it? Oh, Anna, Philip, and Queen Sindel make their way to safety and presumably have a blood orgy to celebrate their victory. But before they do, Anna pulls a little, be- a little piece of metal flesh that landed on Philip, tosses it to the ground where the camera zooms in and begins to move and bubble on its own. The fucking end. Or is it? <laughs> <laughs> No, it is. Uh, yeah. Metal Beast yeah. went back to his planet after this episode, okay? <laughs> and it died on the way. All right, you guys ready to see a dead body? Yeah. We've got nine confirmed kills, two of them off screen. Uh, first up is uh, Corporal Greg Williams. He was the lackey, <clears throat> mauled in the throat and then shot by uh, Donald. Number two is Dr. Taylor, mauled to death. Number three, Larry, mauled to death. <laughs> Number four, <laughs> Corporal Turner, mauled to death. Number five, Roger, mauled to death off screen. Number six, Raymond, mauled to death off screen. Number seven, General Hammond, gets his skull crushed. Number eight, Colonel Peter Alexander Miller, uh, gets mauled to death while smoothing his hair. And number five, the Metal Beast is blown apart by Dr. Anna. Run to Smitty's! Did anyone have a favorite death? And if so, please speak up. Uh, Benny, you're first if you did. Jesus, I don't know, man. For like a werewolf movie... No, like, I don't think there's a goddamn single death in this movie that, like, showcases the idea of, like, a werewolf ripping an arm off or a face off or a dick off. No, it's it's, it's devoid of kills. Not just. Um, old boy in the beginning gets fucking mauled upon, gets his throat, and then his buddy's just like, pop, 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 pop. Oh, wait, pop, pop. <laughs> but that's the only real death of this movie, you know? Yeah. Other than Project Metal Beast. I agree. Miller's death wasn't necessarily a good death. I like the scene, but like the lackey at the beginning is the only one who really gets torn apart by a fucking werewolf in the proper way. Do you think like they had a budget and then it just cracked out like the first 20 minutes into the film? They're like, uh, how do we fill it? Uh, bureaucracy! I'm not sure and, how, what budget they had, because it's, it's, the offices are all the same, just shot from different angles. It's the same four hallways, and then the basement. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, some stuff you should know. Um, did you guys know that this film was called Project Metal Beast colon DNA Overload when it was first released in the U.S.? Oh, I fucking knew about it, because that's a good euphemism for shooting the juice at the side <laughs> of a wall. Ah, uh, yeah! That's the only piece of trivia I could find, and that was the only thing. <laughs> Actually, I, I, I have some shit on this. Uh, so, oh, like, g- no, no, dead fucking serious. Oh, fuck. Okay. Uh, so, like, oh, boy, what's this fuck? The director of this movie, he, that other movie he did, it's like Sluts and Heat on her, and it's like Whore Hoppers and Shit Town or whatever the fuck. So, yeah, yeah. That- Alessandro Focaccia, whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> yeah. You know, 
old boy macaroni and cheese or whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> Spaghetti fingers McWarm head. You know that guy. <laughs> <laughs> when you're here, your family makes spaghettis, okay? <laughs> so this, this dude was like a, a fucking fraud and like fucked a lot of people out of money on his prior shit. So I guess they got him for dirt cheap on this movie. Okay, that's all I got. <laughs> all um, right, so uh, your final thoughts, uh, final cuts, what you like, what you didn't like, and your rating. Uh, guests go first. So, Dr. Benny Gray, ahead, please Benny. take it away, buddy. Um, I think this movie is like a wasted opportunity in a lot of ways. Like, there's, there's things that I expected from this film, and I have a, a strong tolerance for garbage. And, like... So you see the 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 image of the of the VHS, and you're like, all right, I'm gonna get a Don Dolor creature feature. It is impossible oh, yeah. to fuck up the idea in my mind of a metalized werewolf wreaking havoc in a government facility. But this fails on like a lot of levels. And I, I was talking about how when I watched the movie, I was laughing. I was laughing at how ludicrous it was that there's a time jump in this movie. Like this movie thinks it's like the born identity but it's called Project Metal Beast DNA Overload. I was like, no, you gotta fucking know the movies that you were watching right now. Like, I've watched shitty movies before that are slow and not incredible, but are salvaged by how, like, what they're aware of what they're doing. Like, The Kindred, if you guys have watched that movie, it's got, like, the monster in the baby bottle. There's some crazy effects in that movie. It's not a great movie, but, like, there's good effects work in it, and, like, you kind of get what you expect. Like, I'd say the ratio of like shitty stuff to satisfying stuff is exactly what I knew. I feel like I got disappointed by this movie. Like, I feel like I dropped the layers of cynicism that I have and was like, look at this fucking cover. This metal beast is going to rape a lady. And then I was like, there's not a single inch of rape in this film. What kind of non-American Trump society film is this? (laughs) No, but like, realistically, this movie, you know, I wrote, I'm a big fan of other horror podcasts and I'm a big fan of like horror movies, obviously. And I think that the line between a movie that I enjoy and don't enjoy is I can watch something commercial as long as it has kind of like the idea of a soul and I can watch something that's earnest if it's kind of shitty too. But this movie can't really split the difference between those movies. Like this movie thinks it's smart enough that it has a time jump, but it also is like, really shitty in doing that like exposition so i don't know like it's a failure on all on all levels i guess like would i watch it again yeah you give me high as as fuck i'll watch it again but like i'm not i I don't know that i'd love all of it uh so i'd say out of like out of 10 i'd say it's like a five out of 10 okay all right nachos go ahead buddy dude so i'm a simple man that's it. Good night. No, uh, <laughs> no uh, I don't know, man. All I want from a horror movie, I want some wacky ass B movie plot. I need some tits. I need some gore. This movie didn't bring any of those. The only thing this movie had going for it was a pretty okay soundtrack. That's pretty much it. Actually, I think this movie's soundtrack was uh, better than it deserved. Hold up. I got, I'm going to get some weird feedback in this one. Okay. Um, I don't know, man. I think it's some weird fucking parallel. Um, what, what do they call it? Mandela effect, right? Like I saw yeah. this movie in the day, and I thought this. 
I don't know. It might have been nostalgia, rose-colored uh, glasses too. This movie was fucking shit. I remember on paper, this movie works so good. Werewolf, blood, robot, yeah. None of those things happen. I don't know. Um, I give this movie uh, four peanut butter and jelly sandwiches out of ten. How about you, Cincinnati, Jeff? So, on paper, like, when you read about this movie, it sounds fucking rock solid. Like, the premise is cool. Fucking cyborg werewolf. Yeah, uh, sign me up. Uh, But the execution is fucking terrible. Your leading man is Barry Boswick, and he is phoning it in at best. What's wrong with that? Because he's fucking phoning it in at best. Like, because even on some level, he knew what fucking, what a turd of a movie he was in. Right? Like... There's no scene that he could fucking sell. The rest of the cast is very unlikable, and the movie never even gives you an opportunity to even care about him, right? I had to work hard to even find most of the fucking characters' names. They're either said once or if not at all. Like, it was fucking difficult. And let's not forget, um, you know, like, the fucking piss that was the fucking bland setting of this government building. That the camera spends so much time, like, it's so close up that you, like, on the fucking characters' faces that you don't even get to, like, digest any sort of, like, atmosphere. Except for, like, maybe a few times when they're, like, in the basement, like, in the cryo area, right? That's about it. Other than that, it's, like, uh, very dimly lit fucking office, dark hallway, uh, operating room. Like, there's nothing fucking cool that you can look at. And, like, maybe they just didn't have the budget? I don't know. Otherwise, it's just fucking, like... Uh, here's a clock, here's your face, now cut to a fucking, like, bloody arm sort of thing. I will say, the Metal Beast does look cool. I actually yeah. like it. And I hell think... yeah! I mean, hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one that you wanted! Uh, and, like, I actually like the whole backdrop of, like, actually having, like, a secret government research facility that's responsible for all this. I think that's, for me, what's, what made, like, the original Resident Evils and, like, and like Metal Gear and stuff very fun. Like, this whole covert, like, cover-up special ops thing. I think that's kind of cool, man. Rogue government fucking working to fucking make werewolves. That's fun. But overall, this movie belongs on a shelf labeled Pieces of Shit from 1995 alongside the Atari Jaguar CD and the Macarena. Whoa! No, I, I, you know what? I'm not going to disagree with that. I'm going to say that, like, this movie, like, the thing that is front runs with you is the idea of, like, do you guys ever play Ninja Gaiden 3 for Nintendo? And you, like, Fuck the yeah. first level of Ninja Gaiden 3 is, like, vats of, like, weird clone monster dudes, and you're like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shoot, and I'm 12. And then this That's movie's terrible. like, oh, would you like to see that? Or would you like to have... 20 to 50 minutes of cutscenes where the ninja talks about the bureaucracy of the paperwork to see the monster. It's in the mail. It's just fucking right. He was just having those fucking cutscenes about talking about how he's going to get to the ancient ship of doom. Oh, fuck. Captain N won't stop talking to me about these forms I have to submit. <laughs> I give good it, deep, I give it good four metal cut, Benny, on some Captain yeah, N. Four metal sorry, beast go- out of ten. All right, do you think this um, deserves a remake done properly? Oh, man. I Like, if, if this is a question for me, I don't know. I, like, I, th- I think the moment has passed. I think that if you wanted to make this movie, I would have liked to see, like, 
a heinous degree of gore that would need to be like 70 to 30 percent of like I, I i don't give a shit if there are a bunch of faceless government people getting their heads ripped off by the metal beast the metal beast looks great as far as i'm concerned the prosthetics and stuff nailed it i would like to watch that movie i think now i like i don't want some asylum shit like i even if it is project metal beast colon my jizz on the side of a wall. I don't know hey, if I could because, like, Benny, I'm, I'm familiar with, with the stuff that the Sailor Satan podcast does. I'm obviously very familiar with the work that we do. Th- this is the most that we've ever gone off on, like, just side tangents about other shit that's more interesting because that's how boring this fucking movie was. That we're, like, discussing really combat porn and, like, video games in the middle of actually trying to fucking digest it. I, I don't think I would want one at all. No, I mean, like... I, like I said, like, I've been dropping this a lot, but if you want to see, like, an earnest, shitty alien movie, watch Night Beast. Watch, like, uh, like watch any of Don Dohler's stuff. Like, Dude. he's doing it on a micro-budget. There's stilted acting. There is some exposition, but the guy, like, definitely has his heart in it. So, I, I, you know. He's like Lloyd Kaufman's Lloyd Kaufman. Yeah. You could, you could do better than this movie, and... With the with the surrounding schlock of that time, I think it's a huge disappointment. All right, and what would the Asylum knockoff movie of this title be called? Oh man, uh, one second. I got oh, mine. It would be called like it, it would. There would be like it was hidden in World War Two, and it would be called like Project Iron Wolf or something like that. Oh, Benny, that's good as fuck. Jeff, what yeah. you got? It would be called, like, Razorback the Howler. Mm, mm-hmm. uh, buddy, I think that's a movie. Mine's <laughs> Operation Alloy Monster. <laughs> See, like, both of those are more like asylum movies. Mine feels like I, I put too much of my soul inside it. You know, like, I gotta have enough intern cum inside there for it to be an asylum movie. You gotta put you gotta put about as much effort as they did into making this fucking film, which right. About as all as it takes to snap your fingers. Experiment bronze critter. (laughs) So uh, before we end out, Nachos, I think you got you got a game for us, right? Oh man, is it called How Long I Can Hold This Pee? (laughs) So because I'm because I'm fucking winning this. You're all right. So Nachos is going to give us uh, three. Uh, he's got three movies, and what he's going to do is he's going to badly describe the plot in the worst way possible, and we are going to have to try to figure out what the movie is. All right. All right. So, Nachos, whenever you're ready, buddy. All right, let me go through this. This is a terrible reading. God, I am blind as fuck. Um, Johnny Drama and the chick from... Um, Anger management, the TV show, fight space boogers. It's the blob. And he got it. Nice. Dude, only because if Shawnee Smith looked at me wrong, I'd be like, oh no, I spilled a bunch of clam chowder in my pants again. DNA overload. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Dr. Claw and Uncle Fester hang out in this graveyard and this chick with the best tits keeps coming back from the dead. What is it? I'm that's, a really, that's a really shitty job, isn't it? No, no, I, I got it. But I'm going to wait. I can't think you of got it. I can't. Go to it's, Cincinnati, Jeff. It's, it's, it's Cemetery Man. Oh! 
Is it uh, Delamorte uh, Delamore? Is that right? Yeah, hey, but, hey. But, but guys, did you did you guys not like the Dylan Dog movie? What about the Dylan Dog movie? <laughs> Brandon no, Ralph. No, dude. What dude. about Brandon Ralph? He's got a secret career that you don't know about. <laughs> yeah, he's the Adam. Okay, um, no, can't do that one. That's too dumb. Um, a dude a that looks like Cemetery Man. Oh, I fucking love that movie. Where the fuck is my proper Blu-ray? All right, a dude that looks like Patrick Swayze and, um, whoa, can't say any of those words. Move that. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm the dog. The big bad dog. Mad dog will get you, brother. You'll <laughs> forget. <laughs> All right. Give me my dog. Please sponsor me. I have brain damage. <laughs> Hey, Tubi and Doggo. Do- oh, my God. I got a Charlie horse. Fuck. Ow. God damn it. Ow. All right. Come on. The you're invisible- last one, buddy. All right. No, I have two more. Two more. All right. The, in- the invisible mom and fake Tom Atkins go to meet a uh, dude in Gremlins who is staying at a nature preserve. And uh, she likes fucking raw hamburgers. What the fuck? <laughs> Oh, and Joe Jante directed it. <laughs> the Invisible Dude. No, The Invisible Mom. The Invisible Sorry. Mom. Let me try over again. Uh, the Invisible Mom and Tom Ack, a fake Tom Atkins, okay. go to a nature retreat to follow up on a serial killer. Oh, um, okay. You got it, Jeff? Uh, I'm fucking sucking at these. Man. Problem is, is I've been fucking Cincinnati Jess is on her way in about a week. My my wife's pregnant, so I've been staying sober. So I don't have any genius juice in me. Oh well, my, I'm full of I'm, I'm full of something called electric melon allegedly. <laughs> so it's the howling, which is oh, oh my god, my league's a better werewolf film, and I think the movie that this movie thinks it is. This movie, I, I don't want to say is criminally underrated because it gets the love it deserves. But all its sequels can straight fuck off. Well, uh, dude, your sister's a werewolf is pretty fun. I, I, I think it's criminally... I, I agree that I think it's criminally underrated. I think the first, like, 20 minutes of that movie have, like, a weird maniac vibe to it. And the dude, last yes. part of are, like, the effects are great. It's got werewolf sex. It's got, like, wacky cast. I, I think that movie nails it. All right, I'm going to throw out one more bonus one. Um... The chick that ran over some people and the Joker uh, go to white people college and have fun deciphering uh, spooky pasta. Uh, Urban Legend. Oh, fuck. I love that movie. I have no reason to. It is an active, like, slash against my horror cred. And yet the idea of Jared Leto being like, I can't wait to publish the best story about Napster it like does it for me you know you just Wait. you hit me with that fucking Rebecca Gayhart trivia and I'm just all over it you know I run a I, fan site I got uh, one yeah uh, Morpheus and an architect have a problem about drugs in Los Angeles and some uh, mentally challenged tick does a swan dive out of a window onto a barbed wire fi- or onto a fucking metal fence it's Death Wish uh, three. Oh, okay, you're right, so close. So, <laughs> fuck. Three's, three's the goddamn, like, 
king of fucking Death Wish. Dude, yeah, two, I two really is... like two. Three, I watched your, your your shit, dude. That was awesome. I By the time you get to three, three, fucking Bronson should have just moved to the woods and was like, if you're a lady, don't come visit, because there's a chance you'll fucking get raped. Not Bronson's by me, like, just by people. Bronson's like, you didn't make an NPC that was purely white? Blammo! Dead. <laughs> what did you refer to it as? Fucking, uh... Boomer porn? <laughs> I was fucking dying, man. That, there's literally Are we a shot still recording? In, there's a shot in Death Wish 3... Where the guy who, like, I guess renting the room is like, my shop! As his shop explodes. We never saw a shop before. We never oh. knew he had a shop. All right? It's a, it's a tire shop, man. And he's like, oh no, I bought a Cadillac so I could murder two Cuban guys. Blammy. <laughs> um, so, um, did you have any more nachos? No, I'm good. Uh, let's let's do the big wrap. Let's um, wrap it up. Uh, before we go, we do want to say... Do we got you for a little bit, or...? We want to say thank you to Benny Graves uh, for hanging out with us. Um, Thanks, bud. Digital high five. Yeah. <laughs> if there was uh, anything that you wanted to plug for yourself uh, or uh, for, for the stuff that you work on, uh, now's the time to do it. We want to let the folks know what you do and where you're from. I mean, like, it's a huge pleasure to be here. You guys have the same surly tone and complete lack of morals that Sale of Satan has, so... If you're a big fan of Here Comes the Spooky, check out Sale of Satan podcast. Um, Our episodes (laughs) might be curtailed by the incredibly poorly handled pandemic we're dealing with right now by our president, who may or may not be a fascist, but no big deal. And then um, we will be back uh, with full-on episodes soon. In the meantime, we'll be doing our Satan in the Raw. If you want to read the equivalent of this sort of tone that we've been doing... Check out Straight to Hell Home video. I cover SOV almost exclusively. And then it's been like a complete pleasure to deal with you guys. Um, oh, yeah. thanks, buddy. Yeah, we'd love to have you back. So if we come across another thing that's just fucking schlocky and right up your area, man, we'll fucking hit you up. Yeah, Fuck. all up in your area. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, uh, here comes the spooky. Find us on uh, everywhere where you get your podcasts. You can also find us on Instagram at here comes the spooky, Facebook and Twitter at here comes spooky. Email us uh, at here comes the spooky at gmail.com. If you like us, if you don't like us, what you recommend we should watch, don't recommend yeah, something like some this. Shit. Uh, you know, just let us know you love us, hate us, um, things like that. Uh, otherwise, man, fucking uh, thank you very much for stopping by. We appreciate it. And, uh, you know, stay oh. safe. And remember to. Oh, wait, hold up. Oh, uh, you got he, it? Doesn't, he doesn't know. No, I didn't tell him. We do this uh, shit where we do this. Uh, we all do the. We say stay spooky in unison. Really? Bad. You can, add, you can edit it. this out, right? So just sound like uh, no, you're I'm the from the shit. dead. Sound like you're the dude from the Dead Kennedys, like a drunk ghost. So you're all right. So and and, and yep. always stay, stay spooky. spooky. <laughs> uh.